Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. I'm not a crusty crab. Well, looks like we made it. Yeah, we made it. First real show of 2024. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hard Rock Lunchbox and, of course, the Top 20. If you're watching this on YouTube, on StrangerHood TV, or even listening to it on Spotify or anywhere else, I forget where I even post it. It is a semi-beautiful January 11th, 2024. Year of our Lord. I did it. <laughs> I made it. I made it. Woo-hoo. Uh So what's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? I uh, got some applause in there. Good. That's good. Oh, uh, man. Oh, my hair's doing it again. My hair's doing a thing. See, I've been, I've been really not liking the way it looks wearing a hat. <laughs> but every time my headphones move, it just pushes my hair forward. <laughs> and it just... I feel like I like that less, but honestly, I'm looking very straggly. I don't like it. Scraggly. We decided that's what it was last time. I gotta, get, I gotta get a haircut. It's so bad. I don't, I don't want my hair this long anymore. It's just, it's just too long. But enough about me. Let's talk about me. Uh, yeah. Back for another year of the Hard Rock Lunchbox. We're changing things up. Starting today, we're gonna see how it goes. We're gonna try and front load. A lot of the show with uh, local and undersigned and unsigned bands for the first hour. Kind of a going back to our roots sort of thing. The, the reason I'm doing that is because I really want to do, I uh, really want to draw some more focus to uh, a lot of the newer music that's coming out uh, from, from bands that you're not going to hear. Um, and, you know, it, it's kind of, it kind of, like I said, it really does sort of throw back to the uh, initial. Actually, you know what? Let's start. Let's start off with some housekeeping, shall we? Uh, so, yeah, there's a brand new Top 20 out. It's not super cool, but, I mean, it's not super long. It's not even the full Top 20. But do check it out. We do sort of talk about um, <clears throat> the fact that I forgot that I made a list. That's always good. Um, but, like, kind of like the, the, the goals the goals that I had for 2023, how, I, how miserably I failed at them, and how that's probably a good thing kind of in the long run. And uh, kind of like what we should all try and do in 2024 not that anyone has to listen to me i can only make suggestions you're you're more than capable of making up your own minds about things but i i like being a sounding board for ideas and stuff like that so that's that's kind of important all kinds of stuff going on is uh bacon is my podcast they've got uh, really blonde is out the full interview came out this monday discussions and drinks from yesterday uh according to the title is uh um uh jimmy's uh, nostalgic tasting part one also, Mikey is writing a concept album, which I've talked to Mikey about briefly, so I'm interested to see what he's saying publicly to know what I can say publicly. Uh, so I'll give that a listen probably later today when I get out for a walk. Uh, I have been sick. I have been actually pretty, pretty severely sick uh, for a good chunk of this week. I had a, uh, I guess, I guess uh, without uh, an official diagnosis, I think I am experienced enough to say I had a very severe sinus infection that settled in my inner and maybe middle ears 
Uh, it was actually so bad on Sunday that I could not walk um, normally. Like I was listing and, and tilting and stuff like that. And anytime I moved my head, even from a sitting position in any of the, you know, along any axis, it would make me so nauseous that I was almost ready to throw up several times. Now, I don't know how many alcoholics and drinkers I have in general in the audience, but if you've ever had bed spins, it was exactly that. It was bed spins, but constantly, like any time I would move. So, and I had not, you know, had a drink in however long. So uh, it was really, really bad. Bad enough to the point where I actually could not go to rehearsal on Tuesday night because I didn't, I didn't think I was okay to actually take the drive. Aside from the incredible weather that we were having Tuesday night, I just wasn't able to count on the fact that I could drive properly. Uh, it's too, it's it's a very long drive. It's two very long drives, and I just wasn't worried. So uh, I was dealing with that. Um, there was a reason I was saying any of that. Uh, sick about root beer. Uh, oh, right. So like I haven't been walking either. So I'm kind of looking forward to uh, a walk later this afternoon. It's very weird. Like, uh, I know that I started walking um, towards the end of the summer last year, and I've been, like, talking about, like, kind of why I do it, how often I do it, and stuff like that. And it has promoted some level of weight loss, but I don't know that I would recommend it for just weight loss. I mean, if you're going to do that, I will say I actually just picked up a backpack because I want to kind of go more rucking than walking. Uh, if you don't know what that is, it's fine. It's really just some new, stupid, gay terminology for something that some, you know, millennial decided needed to be important. But it's basically walking with, like, a weighted backpack, right? So um, I had considered – I have ankle weights that I uh, used to use, um, and they're good for, for mild exercises and stuff like that. Uh, I, I had considered walking with ankle weights just to try, like, if I'm going to walk – like, I want to kind of, like, get a little bit more out of it, really. Um, because I, like, here's the thing. Like, I don't feel like working out. I'm not I'm not in a headspace where I feel like working out. That's why my, oh, you can't see them. My arms are, like, super flabby right now, which is unusual for me. I usually have pretty defined arms because I'm a bit, just a big dude and I do lift stuff. I mean, it's in there, but, like, you know, my fat is definitely covering my biceps. So it's, it's looking like less of a bicep and more of, like, a bi... Uh, buy one, get one free Subway sandwich. Um, Subway, still not a sponsor. Um, but I don't feel like working out, and I don't want to sacrifice the walking. But anyway, so I wanted to add a little bit more challenge to the walking without impeding my walking, is what I'm saying. Because the reason I like the walking has um, not really been for weight loss. Like I said, it's really you know, maybe a pound a week every now and then. Which, you know, at 700 pounds, I probably have a, a, a ways to go. But what I really do like about it is the uh, unplug that I get to do from uh, work and life in general. Like that, that I have been, if I have, if I have not made that clear to my listening audience about how invaluable I find that to be, uh, like, let me be very clear. Like just dipping out in the middle of the afternoon and just going for a walk, like in a park or even around your neighborhood, or in my case, like even just around like South Huntington and stuff like that, like, it has been so invaluable for me just to just the just the get the f out of here kind of mentality, and then like listening to a podcast or like lately I've been listening to some new music I've been working on. Uh, we've been doing a lot of edits ahead of our pre-production for the new Rebel Nine recordings. Like I've been doing that, but it's it's focused time, and I'm not working and I'm not talking to anybody. I I refuse to make phone calls during this time. I don't want anybody calling me during this time. Not that I would take their call anyway, but like. 
just the unplug has been really good. And what I found is that since I wasn't able to do it for several days, like I got really, really antsy about it because I've become very dependent on it. I don't know if that's technically a codependency, but I, it's it's a dependency. And it's been very important for me to do. So I'll be very happy to get back to that. Um, so anyway, the uh, whole point of that long-ass thing is that I'm probably going to listen to Discussions and Drinks later. Although I am working on two new songs lyrically. Actually, I got three that I'm supposed to be working on. But I have two that I'm actively working on lyrics on. So sometimes I like listen to those. And what happens is like I'll start listening to them. And if nothing's coming to mind, then I'll switch over to podcasts or something else. But if something is coming to mind, I'll just sit there and just um, work this out. Like I was, uh, I was out walking yesterday for the first time in almost a week. And um, I have this new song called Tony Omaha. Uh, it's a working title. It might end up being So Long Maria, but like I just I haven't quite decided. But like I wrote out of nowhere um, a, an, an entire dual vocal melody for the chorus. Because we were having this problem where it's like it was hard to distinguish. Like I could tell when the chorus was, but like the band was right. Like it wasn't super obvious. When I added this second line, it's like all of a sudden it's like, no, oh, there's a chorus. Like it's undeniable. It's absolutely unmistakable that like we're, we're in chorus land right now. And I was like, this is going to save the song. The only problem I actually have with it is the song is very, I want to say dated, but it's not quite the right word. It's definitely more of an homage and a throwback to like the days of like Brand New and Taking Back Sunday and that kind of stuff, especially any of the bands that did the dual vocals. Um, but like, first of all, those bands are still out. So I don't necessarily know how dated it is. Like, I know what I'm going for in my head, so I know what kind of where it comes from. Um, but I was also doing something very completely different. I was just trying to write a particular song in a particular way, kind of like workshopping a song, uh, just as a writing style, and I ended up with this song. So, uh, but it, so it has some... Pro- it doesn't help it with, it with that sort of dating thing, but, like, I also have another problem in the sense that, like, what's coming out right now is, A, not stuff I like, pretty much... Uh, and B, I can't do some of the other stuff. Like a lot of the screamo stuff, I just, I simply can't do it. Now, if Rebel Nine wants to bring on a screamer, like we could do that too. I just don't necessarily know. I don't know where we're at as a band if we want to make that kind of a shift. So we can either keep doing what we're doing and just sort of ride out what's currently happening. And then that just gives me the freedom to write pretty much anything I feel like singing. Or we can really sort of forge ahead and create something new, which I think. And this doesn't, this is not supposed to be as bad as it sounds, but I think it's kind of beyond the scope of this project at this point. I mean, Rebel 9 as an entity is coming up on 13 years old. Like, I don't necessarily know that we're going to be breaking any new ground other than writing really good music, which seems to be breaking new ground these days. Because a lot of the music out there is just so trite and boring, but it just, it just is. And I'm definitely not like, they haven't written any good music since the 70s. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying that a lot of the music coming out uh, out of the Nationals is just very cookie-cutter, and it's just a little bit boring, which is why most of the new music I bring you here on the box isn't that. Um, like, I'm, I'm skimming some of it. Like, I've been really listening to a lot of Atreyu lately, and I feel like they're also heading in that direction, but I feel like it's a money decision for them, so I'll probably be playing them less and less and less. Like, there was only one part of the new Atreyu song that I'm, I liked, so that I, I did grab it for the show today and stuff like that. But, like, I like... I'm liking more and more the bands that are just sort of falling off the beaten path. 
I've got something from Nautilus today that I think is really interesting. I got brand new music from Born of Scars. Now, Born of Scars has been pretty consistent in the way they've written over the years, which is great. Like, I totally just count on exactly what they, what they're gonna write, real guitar heavy sort of stuff with the addition, of course, of Victoria and like her hauntingly kind of dark vocals. It's just, it's a nice, it's a nice thing and it falls right into the kind of line of thinking uh, that I, I want to be doing. So if I'm not going to be forging ahead because I don't have this particular direction I feel comfortable going in, I might as well just rely on what made, you know, Rebel 9 and before that G. Davey like a lot stronger, which is just the way I typically write. So um, that entirely doubly long explanation is why I'll be listening probably to discussions and drinks at some point, but you can check that out for yourself. Um, on Stranger at TV, which is, of course is the Craving Strange YouTube channel where you get all the Bacon is My Podcast stuff. Uh, you get all the What Would Waterbury Do. You get all of the uh, Frank Jr. stuff that isn't on Etch-A-Sketch Studio. I think Etch-A-Sketch is its own thing. I, honestly, it's hard for me to keep track of because Frank posts on both but, both, but whatever. And then you can catch, of course, the top 20 every Thursday. So I appreciate you guys checking that out. I did manage to post it on Instagram that there was a new episode, which obviously doesn't mean all that much. It's not like I got like a thousand likes on it or anything like that. But I did get uh, an overwhelming sense of accomplishment because it's something I've been setting out to do for a very long time. Just didn't. Whether or not I keep that going, your guess is as good as mine. To be perfectly honest. Um, I did have some political nonsense to talk about, especially because uh, the the Trump thing that's going on. He he. In, in the Georgia case, he basically is trying to plead uh, uh, immunity because he was president. And they actually had this really kind of insane, almost like ridiculous example. And I, it's just it's just unnerving. One of the appellate court judges or the federal appeal judges asked Trump's lawyer, um, you know, would, would Trump be allowed to like have SEAL Team 6, you know, kill their rivals and avoid prosecution uh, and his lawyer basically said well qualified yes uh, he said that the the rules for a president is that the house has to impeach them and that the senate has to uh, convict them uh, but there is no other rule of law that pertains to a president which is ridiculous like it is a absolutely ridiculous argument Especially given the fact that anything in the Senate is done by obviously political leanings, right? Like that's just that's that's clear. So you know, I don't think any president in the in the in my lifetime is going to ever be you know impeached or convicted in the Senate because I don't think the Senate's ever going to be two thirds one party, right? I think it's going to be pretty split down the middle because what's happening in the House is gerrymandering is actually causing the House to lean more. Uh, Republican than Democrat, which, you know, maybe that'll get a fix, maybe that won't. But gerrymandering doesn't really apply to senators since they're statewide elections. That's why there's more Democratic senators than Republican senators. And it's also why, you know, the, the House doesn't represent that because that that's more proof than anything else uh, about how gerrymandering works. And if you need more proof, you can def- definitely look it up. Like, go, definitely go check out what's going on, like in Wisconsin, if you want to see about gerrymandering, because that case is absolutely fascinating. Um, but yeah, he basically said that you know, unless unless they're convicted, impeached, and convicted in Congress, then the president can do whatever they want, right? Like. You, you get that, right? Like, you get why that's ridiculous, right? A president cannot order the hit of an American. The, the president, honestly, can't even really, you know, 
break into your house or shoplift, right? They like that's a that's an illegal thing to do. It's a crime in this country to do those things. The president isn't immune from that. You know what I mean? Like the president could be. You could make an argument that like, oh, I was speeding because I'm the president and I need to go do my president duties. So you can't give me a ticket. Like that's kind of an argument. But like, hey man, this guy's speaking out against me, so I'm going to have him arrested because that's exactly what Putin just did to Alexei Navalny in Russia. Like that's exactly what it is, and the entire world is like, you can't do that. And Trump's lawyer is like, well, maybe he can do that. Like, does anybody see what's wrong with that? Like, I know I've been saying for years about like everybody on the right screaming that like Biden's a fascist. If you hear anybody on the right screaming that Biden is into like fascism and stuff, what you're doing is you're listening to somebody that doesn't understand what fascism is. Like, because it's super simple, right? It's a really simple thing to understand. Nothing that Biden has ever done, even even remotely fascist. Whereas everything. That Trump's legal team is is saying is all fashion, authoritarian and dicta- dictatorial in nature. Like it's just bananas. But I just I only bring that up because I thought it was important for you to know. Like Trump's lawyer said that he can absolutely he could order SEAL Team Six to kill rivals and avoid prosecution if he's not impeached and convicted in Congress. That's what his lawyer is saying that he's allowed to do that, which I guess is fine because if that if that stands then Biden should have Trump killed, right? And he can avoid prosecution. Like, just think about that for a second. Like, Biden could have Trump killed and or, you know, arrested or whatever and avoid prosecution because the Senate will never convict him on it. Now, you could argue that the Democrats in the Senate would be like, that's wrong, we're going to convict it anyway. But I'm just saying, that's the president he's asking for. That's the precedent the president is asking for. So I only pointed out because that's where we're at in this country. Like, we're trying to decide if the president can kill somebody legally, kill another American, a political rival. Like, the things you read about that are going on, like, in, you know, South America, and we're like, oh, my God, Banana Republic, the former president's lawyer is saying he's allowed to do. So welcome to 2024. So as I was saying before, I started saying before we got to housekeeping, we're going to try and change up the format a little bit on the box uh, starting this week and maybe uh, in forever. Uh, like I said, I'm going to try and front load some of the local and unsigned and undersigned bands that I, I know from around the country in the first hour, you know, including the top 20. I'll still mix them in later. Like, I don't really care so much. Like where I play these songs, I like actually having them kind of mixed in. But what I've been what I've been realizing is that the focus has been shifting away from a lot of the local bands for a couple of reasons. One, because a lot of the local music coming out is shit. It's absolute garbage. And I think there was a lot in COVID where it's like, okay, well, let's just write some songs and record them really fast because we have them. And that's kind of what's been coming out. People have been throwing garbage up on the wall and it's been sticking, right? Like that's, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. There, there are definitely some bands that I'm aware of. They're taking their time. They're recording really good stuff. They're working with a production team. They're working on edits. You're like, you know, all these bands that I'm talking about, and they're doing really good work. Like, I want to get back to focusing on them. I like playing some of the national stuff just because I like listening to it, and I'm fully planning on doing that. But I feel like if I spend a little time focusing on what we originally wanted to do with this show, I think everyone's going to be better for it. I could be completely wrong. This may not work at all. I may just put some you know, uh, other songs in the beginning. I may just go back to a flat-out mix. But I think it's probably important to at least try. Now, the only thing that might throw the caveat in this is that with what looks like is going to be coming out in 2024, I simply might not have to do this because I'm going to be flooded with so much new material, new and good material coming off of Long Island and some of the other markets that I'm aware of. 
that are putting out really good music, then I'd be playing it anyway, and we'd go right back to this, you know, 50-50 or 60-40 mix that, you know, the, the box was really, really founded upon. But, again, I think it's an important um, exercise and, you know, kind of like a workshop to sort of just look at all the music we had. I will say I spent some of this weekend before I got sick trying to organize the local music. I got A through M into a local file, but, like, I got to tell you, man, I spent, like, an hour doing it. Like, I have a lot of goddamn music in this library, and I think... That, if nothing else, is probably the biggest lesson for me. Because, like, I have all this music, and just because it's not currently coming out at the rapid pace that it used to be coming out, or there aren't as many bands that used to be doing it, or there aren't as many bands that I like that are doing it, um, I guess I just kind of let it go by the wayside. And that, uh, you know, that pretty much stops now. And that's cool. But it really is cool, and really should be the way it is. We really need to, we really need to focus on some of the music that you're really just not going to hear so much anywhere else. And... To that end, I am going to try and work on something to make it easier for bands to submit to me. Um, and I'm going to, like, maybe put up, like, a website, like, the FTP. Like, but honestly, I don't feel like spending any extra money on this show. Like, it already costs me enough in time and money to host, you know, the archives of it. So, like, I don't necessarily know I'm going to do that. So I'll probably just continue with the email and have some sort of disclaimer. But to that end, I want everybody that's listening, like, as you come across new bands or new music from local bands, unsigned bands and undersigned bands, have them send it to me. Like, have them send it right to hardrocklunchbox at gmail.com or contact me in any myriad ways that they want or that you have. Like, let's... Let's all do this. Like, we can all do this. Like, back in the day, like, that's where all that was coming from. People were messaging me like, hey, my band has this. Hey, my friend's band has this. Hey, I heard this band last night that they're this. So, like, yeah, whatever you can do to get on board to help us build this up with more of a local presence, like, I think it's a good idea. I think it's worth our time. I think it's worth the effort. It's definitely worth, you know, taking some time and listening to some of these bands that honestly aren't going to be able to get very far because as I was talking to Waterbury just yesterday, the music business is shit and it's really a lot less about talent musicianship than it ever was before. It's about salesmanship. It's about time and commitment. It's about a lack of other obligations. It's about your ability to be on TikTok and be amusing and be, you know, have content and be thoughtful and all of those other things. All I want to do is write songs, man. I want to, I want to play them sometimes. I want to record them once, but all I really want to do is I want to sit and write. And, like, there's nothing really wrong with that because that's why I got into music in the first place. The business of it, while fun at times, it's not something I really want to do so much anymore, which is kind of why the band is, like, flailing around and not touring and, you know, not maybe as big as it should be. We're certainly not drawing as much as we should be because I can't bring myself to sit there and promote every goddamn day on a platform that I just find absolutely abhorrent and disgusting. So I want to go back to just writing but I want this show to go back to being like all this cool new music from bands that probably you know or don't know yet. And uh, let's just make it about us, right? Might as well. Everybody else is making it about them. Uh, I couldn't think of a better way to start off this new project or this new phase of the box than to uh, play one of my own songs. And the reason I say that is because I really just didn't spend any time thinking of a better way to do it. So, yeah, I could have come up with a better way. I just didn't.
Squirt here will now give you a rundown of proper hard rock lunch box
Tony Casey's got some brand new music out. Uh, it looks like I've asked them to send it over our way so we can check it out and evaluate for ourselves here on the box. But in the meantime, here's an older one. It's Best of Us. Bucks. said that it was going to when i think of us it's in past tense like like it was a pleasure knowing you as i drop from the top of this tree there are no branches to break my fall i can't stop everybody can see that i can't help myself out at all it happens to the best of us it doesn't make a difference Exactly what you're changing for Excuse me of my ignorance Don't bother settling the score We made it past the worst part It still feels like we are worlds apart I'll try my best to play the part I'm on the bus and we're making a fuss It happens to the best of us The best of us you were running from Getting tangled in the trip line Getting good at making yourself numb Sending shivers up and down my spine As I drop from the top of this tree There are no branches to break my fall I can't stop, everybody can see That I can't hold myself out at all It happens to the best of us doesn't make a difference Exactly what you're changing for Excuse me of my ignorance Don't bother settling the score We made it past the worst part It still feels like we are worlds apart I'll try my best to play the part I'm on the bus and we're making a fuss It happens to the best of us What? 
did you say utes? Yeah, two utes. What is a ute? Oh, excuse me, Your Honor. Two Hard Rock Lunch Box. Z- Time for brand new music. After an incredibly overly long hiatus, I might add as a personal note, Born of Scars has finally saw fit to release some new music. It has been a very long time. I mean, like, what was that? 
like what was that other song? What was that song I really like? I always forget the name. Oh, Conquer the Storm. Like, yo, Conquer the Storm was so goddamn long ago. And they didn't even play it like one of the times I had them complain, which is like bullshit, honestly. If you really want to know it all. But uh, I have been playing with and without Born of Scars for decades, maybe. I mean, a really, really long time. A consistently good band over the years. Uh, and when they finally picked up Victoria as their... Uh, as long-running permanent singer now it really just sort of solidified everything so it was really really good to hear that they finally were putting out new music the last time we played with it well that new music is now officially here you can check it out on spotify just search for born of scars it'll come right on up and the lead single and uh so far my favorite song from the ep is definitely this song called small step so it's time for a hard rock lunchbox premiere <laughs> Music from Born of Scars. It's small steps.
Rangers, what's going on? It's hard. Rock. Lunch. Fox. She's gone from suck to blow. I was gonna play some. Uh, I was gonna play some Roderick, but since they're from Jersey, okay. We're actually just talking about Jersey in the chat here, about how Q doesn't ever say he's going to the Jersey Shore because why would he? He lives in the Jersey Shore area, so he just simply goes to the beach, and uh, nobody ever says let's go to the Long Island Shore because it sucks here. But everyone seems to say let's get out of here, and they mean by here they mean Long Island. So let's, let's get off Long Island. But uh, well, that's like its own adventure, so we're just trying to figure all that out. So, But yeah, so I was going to play some Roderick, but they're Jersey, so I was thinking I'll just lean in this direction, which is a little bit more Long Island, even though it's pre-Roderick.
can't let your father's mistakes define who you are. You get to decide what kind of hard rock lunch box you are going to be.
Part of some of my hopes for 2024, Pathmaker is going to fit in a lot of those. Uh, plans for new music, I know that they have all but finished, maybe finished, their brand new record. I did speak to James. He's going to be sending something over to the box when he's ready to promote it. But I do think that they gave up a lot of the new record already uh, through one of their links on, I think, their Instagram page. Just go ahead and check that out if you're interested. Obviously, I can't play anything until he sends it over to me. But I do have some old stuff.
seahorses, and I love looking at them, and I love lunch. Fox. I love lunch. Fox. Things. I love things with lunch. Fox. Seahorses on them, like blankets and towels and little bags. I love them. Hard rock lunch. Fox. Forever.
And over the one o'clock hour, I can't think of any better time to play something ridiculous. We might as well go with Mel's Musical Minute for the week. It's apparently the greatest shit ever. It's the greatest shit ever. Hard Rock Lunch Box. A little slip out for you. So, I've got a new song. It's called, the song is called Morning the Dawn, and it's from the band Novelists, which might sound familiar because I've played them before. Uh, they have a brand new singer. They're a French band. Uh, they're kind of based around Paris and Marseille. Uh, so I'm not, you know, I'm not here to judge the French. You can do that. You don't need me. You definitely don't need me to judge the French. Uh, so feel like, you know, you can do that. But I was so captivated by this song. Like, I couldn't even figure out if I actually liked it or not. But there's something really, really cool about it. I'm not a big fan of how long it is or how much it kind of transitions in and out of things, but man, the parts that I like, I really, really super like. So maybe you'll like it too. Who knows? It's Morning the Dawn. It's Novelists on the Box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, it's been a hot minute since we dropped that one. So the band Twin Atlantic has a new song out, and I used to play something... Something, something, party. Twin Atlantic. This is me looking stuff up. Fall into the party. I used to play that all the time when it came out years ago. Um, and I was listening to this one. I was like, oh, cool. I like that, Ben. I'll, I remembered the name. I remember confusing them with Stand Atlantic for a little while. But, like, I remember. I was like, okay, cool. So I listened to the song. And they, one of these dudes, well, I guess both of them, have, like, this, the sickest, like, heaviest accent. And it always makes me laugh. Like, how the hell did I not notice that? first time. I mean, it's not even like, hello, it's a bit of a whiff. It's not even that. It's like such a strong act. Like, feel free to just shout out when you hear it. It's, uh, you know, because it's just, it definitely was like, it did, it like, my brain did one of those like hard stops. Like, what did you just say? Like, kind of that. So, who knows? Maybe you enjoy that kind of stuff. Maybe you don't care. Either way, it's fine by me. It's Twin Atlantic. The box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Oh, man, a little Beyonce, sort of? Why not? Yeah, yeah. The original Taylor Swift. That's right. I said it. Dude, I am having the hardest time trying to, like, qualify, like, all of these songs as, like, local. Like, also, local bands are notorious for not labeling their songs properly, so I'm worried I'm just going to have such a real hard time here. Like, I've got this one song. Like, what? I don't even know what this is. First of all, like, I'm just as guilty of this as anybody else. Like, I'm not even sure what this is. Hang on. Hang on one second. Oh, okay, I know what that is. That was the original demo of Keep You Near. But that's not going to help anybody. But. Anyway, I guess I'll just keep working on that. And it's good uh, It's good timing, too, because Royal Blood's got a brand new song out. It's called Supermodel Avalanches. Like, why not? Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, let me go on record and be quite clear, because this is going on in the chat. I find Beyonce incredibly overrated. 
In fact, I find most famous people to be incredibly overrated because people are just infatuated with celebrity, which is just bananas. But like ever since, you know, whatever his name did Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, that's all we've been really super interested in, like celebrity. That's just it's bananas and it's ridiculous. And talent is usually just not a driver of that level of fame. The thing that I always found interesting about Taylor Swift is that she's actually a very good songwriter. So I think it's probably a combination of the two, but I don't know that she's actually famous for her songwriting. I think she's famous for, you know, what I assume is basically a human being that's horrible to date. (laughs) At least it would seem. I really have no idea, and I have no standing on which to judge. But I think she happens to be super famous and might actually be overrated, but I think she actually has some talent in there, so I, I don't know. But uh, here's some people with some talent, definitely not overrated, in fact, incredibly unsung, but they've got new music, and I like them. It's Alkaline Trio on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, man, Deftones never hurt anybody. Neither did these guys. Maybe. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, man, that sound means it's time once again for your weekly Craving the Week with, of course, Craving Strange. Definitely working on new material. I have absolute confirmation that it is moving along. Uh, I've got some physical confirmation, none of which I can share, so please, please stop asking. Fine. We'll have new music from them really, really soon. In the meantime, here's a good one. Should've put you 
And just like that, we are done for the day, done for the afternoon here on the Hard Rock Lunchbox. Thank you for joining us for our first actual real show of the year. Hope you like the new format. It's definitely a work in progress. And like I said at the beginning of the show, if you've got new music, if you've got new bands, if you've got new music from new bands, if you've got new music from old bands, send it my way. Lunchbox at gmail.com or any of the myriad ways you can message me these days. I appreciate it. We'll make this show better together. I think that sounds very cliche and stupid. That's the best I can kind of come up with. I've been doing this for two hours. Got a little bit of a headache. Definitely running out of gas. Running out of steam. Q's got a giant broccoli problem he's dealing with over in Jersey. So we all have to pick our battles and just kind of move forward. Because not all of us have a raspberry beret. I'll see you next week on The Box. Hard. Rock. Lunch. Box.